What's up, everybody? Uh, thank you again for listening and joining me here on the Film Survivor Podcast. This is Tom Santilli, and we just got through Survivor Ghost Island Episode 3. Uh, if you think there's a mistake that it's Episode 3, you're wondering if you forgot something or missed something, don't panic. Uh, the two-hour premiere was technically Episodes 1 and 2. So this week's episode, even though it's the second week of the show, is actually episode three. So, yeah, just so you know that. There, you learned something right off the bat, so hopefully it'll be a good podcast today for you. Uh, As always, I'm going to give you a quick little spoiler information here. We are about to spoil the episode, episode three of Ghost Island. We're going to be talking to the person voted off of the episode. So if you have not seen the episode yet and do not want to be spoiled... I invite you to come back to this podcast, uh, give it a pause or uh, bookmark it and come back once you have seen the episode. Uh, you can also, if you would rather just get a kind of a quick Cliff Notes version of it, uh, check out my recap on realityt.com. Uh, the recap is up live right now and uh, you can get caught up on episode three. With that being said, here we go, diving in. Yeah, so on the podcast today, uh, I'm going to be joined with uh, Morgan Rick. Morgan, the uh, marine animal trainer, uh, voted out of Survivor Ghost Island. She's the third person out, the first person from the original Purple uh, Tribe. And uh, it was kind of a blindside. It was a pretty big blindside, and some things kind of had to go, everything had to go the wrong way for Morgan to kind of be on the podcast today, and everything went that way. So uh, we're going to be talking to her about her time in the game and, you know, about what I just talked about with, you know, how luck uh, really plays a, a big role in what happens on Survivor is, is much skill and, you know, mental and physical and strategic, you know, prowess people need in order to get deep into this game and win. Uh, there's always luck. There's always a luck factor. And I think Morgan was kind of one of those victims of, of circumstance, uh, if nothing else. But we'll talk to her about her time. Uh, but before we do that, let's uh, let's kind of just do a quick dive into the episode. Uh, what did everybody think? Uh, you guys liking the season so far? We're three episodes in. I personally, uh, I'm on board with the the cast. I think that there's a lot of uh, strong players. You know, there was a lot of hype that this was a, a season full of super fans, and uh, you can definitely see that there are some good players. And uh, you know, I just kind of like it. You know, you got players like Chris who's trying to you know push his way through, uh, and then you know. People are kind of nodding, but then in their in their little interviews, like Angela, you know, not buying it, uh, not going to be pushed around <laughs> by by Chris. Uh, and then we see another side of Chris when he goes to Ghost Island, and uh, he breaks down and has some emotional um, emotional moment, and it kind of reminds us that you know these are not just uh, one dimensional you know TV characters as, as much as we like to kind of paint them that way. Sometimes these are real people. And uh, Chris, you know, definitely there seems to be more to, than meets the eye with him. I, for one, was happy that he got sent to Ghost Island uh, because I feel like it, I, I like the whole Dom versus Chris thing. I, I kind of have dug that so far. Maybe one of my favorite things of this season so far is kind of the rivalry of these two guys that are kind of like, you know, you know keep your friends close and your enemies closer kind of a thing. Uh, they're at each other's throats. They want each other out of the game. And by Chris going to Ghost Island this week, it kind of prolongs it at least another another uh, episode or two hopefully so uh, but speaking of ghost island um that to me maybe the most disappointment i've i've felt so far uh you know 
Ghost Island is basically it's the whole theme of the season. You know, they're talk every week it's jammed down our throats about reversing the curse and all these artifacts that are coming back into play and you know Ghost Island itself. Uh, when they get out there, you know, the the very first week, you know, basically, you know, Jacob, you know, uncovers the legacy advantage, which let's face it, it's one of the lamer advantages I think. You know, it, it's a, it, it's kind of cool when it comes into play later in the game but not the kind of advantage that you really want to see on day one like who cares like people who are watching the show who don't know about the legacy advantage or don't know about its history or especially or probably like who cares about that you know what that's kind of fell flat i guess you could say and then the next two weeks in a row the both people that get sent to ghost island donathan and now chris uh uncover the little note that says uh nope uh no game for you and I think that that's kind of lame. Uh, you know, first of all, to, to kind of address that controversy, I have seen online that, you know, that earned thing that they're breaking when they get out there, they're told to break it from left to right. So it's not like a random thing that they're breaking, uh, which would make me understand this a little bit more, but they're actually breaking it in order. Uh, so this is by design. The producers of the show, by design, wanted the legacy advantage in play first, and then they basically didn't want anything to happen at Ghost Island the next two times there. Which to me is surprising because, again, even if you're going to mix in a couple, like, you know, Ghost Island trips that where nothing can happen or nothing will happen, I find it very weird and kind of strange that the production would decide to not have anything happen early in the, in the show. You know what I mean? They're still trying to pitch the idea of Ghost Island. We're still trying to buy into this concept of Ghost Island and you're going to send people there and have nothing happen two straight weeks, you know? And, like, the first, you know, the first thing that it does out of the gate is open up this legacy advantage, which has kind of been dumb. I, I just, I don't really know if they're handling Ghost Island the right way. I kind of like the idea of it still. I'm, I'm still giving it a week. But I'll tell you this. If they go to Ghost Island next week and it's another, like, nope uh, parchment... I think I'm over Ghost Island. I would, I will officially have turned on Ghost Island and uh, would would be done with it and uh, would would start looking at it in terms of uh, you know right up there with uh, the Medallion of Power and uh, the Have and Have Not season of Survivor at, at, at up there with you know the worst ideas in the history of the game. So I'm hoping it turns around. It seems like it has potential. It's kind of a cool way to put some Easter eggs in there for some longtime fans of the show. But come on, give us something, you know. So elsewhere we had the, uh, you know, we had the uh, tribe swap in the game. Uh, every year the twi- the tribe swap, um, you know, it claims a victim. You know, <laughs> no matter what happens, somebody goes home after each tribe swap. So you know, for some people, it knocks them off of their high horse and it kind of you know sends them to the bottom of the game and may- sometimes it ruins their game. Other times, you know, it gives people who were on the ropes, you know, a chance to kind of rebound and kind of get back into the game and form new alliances. It's always kind of interesting. I like how it divided up kind of, even though it was 5-4, 5-4, with Purple having the advantage on both tribes. Uh, you know, it's going to be, it was interesting to kind of see how it played out. But as we know, the Purple tribe is kind of in, in shambles right now, mainly because of the Chris Dom thing. And the fact that they ended up on the same tribe together you know, all of this played against Morgan's uh, best interests in the game. Uh, you know, and then, and then Chris getting sent to Ghost Island took away the 5-4 advantage. Even if they did want to vote together for one vote, it made things even more interesting. Uh, the thing I'm going to talk to Morgan about on the podcast is, uh, 
you know, kind of her relationship with Angela and why they weren't able to kind of pull her in a little bit more. She seemed willing to want to work with Purple, uh, yet her vote, her vote being cast out for Libby ended up being the kind of the reason why Morgan uh, was sent home. So we'll talk about that. Uh, and yeah, we got a couple idols in play now. You know, Dom, uh, he has a real idol, and then he has a fake idol, and then he, I kind of thought it was a very clever move that he kind of decided to show his fake idol to uh, the rest of the tribe. I understand what he's doing there, and it might have worked. It might be cool. It might have taken some heat off of him, but these players are too good, and that's what I meant earlier. You know, like James uh, picked up on this. You know, here's a guy who, okay, fine, it's a fake idol, and you, you created it to get Chris off of your tail, but... Here's a guy who's savvy enough to create a fake idol and to lie and present it to people. Then he's savvy enough to pull it out and show it to everybody else to try to get the heat off of them. Like, you know, flags are going up that Dom is is a player, you know, right now. And I think that uh, people are getting on board with that. And now with Morgan being gone, Dom's real alliance member at the moment is Wendell. And uh, once Chris gets back into the game, it'll be interesting to kind of see where that entire tribe goes because... It, again, appears that like James in the minority tribe, uh, like they are, you know, now have their ears up for Dom. So they could end up siding with Chris and Angela, and Dom and uh, Wendell could be the next victims. You know, Dom, of course, has his idol, so he might be safe for at least one, but it'll be interesting. We'll have to see how that shakes out. And, uh, you know, elsewhere there's some people, uh, what, Michael found an idol over at the other camp. Um, and then in the preview for next week, we see that both uh, Dom and uh, Michael both end up showing their idols to other people. So we'll have to see if that's a good move on their parts or a bad move. And uh, we'll, we'll preview next week slightly at the very end of this podcast. But, um, yeah, let's just jump into it. Uh, before we get into the interview with, uh, with Morgan, if you guys haven't already – uh, listen to this last podcast. We did a podcast this week. There was two podcasts this week. So if you listen to the one on Tuesday, it's really cool. I know the Oscars is old news by now. It's like four days ago, right? But I had Mara Reinstein on the podcast. Not only did we talk about the Oscars and recap the Oscars, but we also, uh, she is one of the elite press members on Survivor that goes out to the show uh, select seasons and actually gets to be out there. So she did a piece uh this year and was actually out on ghost island she was out there for you know the first part of the game and i are the podcast is all about kind of her experiences and, and what, what it's like to actually be out there so if you're ever wondering what it's kind of like to be out when they're filming survivor listen to the podcast it's really cool mara is really awesome to listen to uh she does a lot of great stuff in the survivor world as well as in the movie uh, industry so check out that podcast if you missed it uh, so without uh, further ado, though, let's get into my interview. This is my interview with Morgan Rick, the third person voted out of Survivor Ghost Island. How you doing, Morgan? Awesome. Good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing okay. Uh, I did not expect to be talking to you this early in the season. Yeah, me either. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so... That was kind of a crazy thing. You know, people talk about how luck, you know, kind of plays a role. You know, as good as people can play Survivor, you know, and be strategic and be good physical threats and all those kinds of things, luck is really an element of it. Do you look back on your time out there and feel that you were just a victim of kind of circumstance, bad luck, or do you kind of attribute it to any particular mistakes that you made? I don't really think I made a lot of mistakes. 
in the game. So, yes, I do contribute a lot of it to fate, luck, chance. I mean, it was kind of a double whammy with dropping our buffs in the tribe swap and having to draw rock. Right. I feel like I was very strong physically. I feel like I obviously had a good social game. I made those connections right off the bat, which was proven by Jacob giving me an advantage. You saw how you know, hard it was for Libby to vote me off last night. So I feel like I have the physical aspect and the social aspect going for me. It was just an unfortunate double whammy with the rock draw and the dropping of the buff. Yeah, and you mentioned Libby. So, you know, it looked like the two of you guys had really bonded out there, but ultimately she kind of decided to kind of – she put her loyalty in her uh, alliance and her tribe rather than in her new relationship with you. Uh, do you feel like, – yeah, what were you thinking at the time? What was that? What were you thinking about that at the time? Like, did you were you uh, upset with Libya, or did, did that surprise you that she was capable of that? I know you said all that stuff at, at tribal council, uh, you know, about her, you know, being innocent and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So at tribal council, I was honestly, I was getting a weird vibe from her. So when I was like, "Please, I trust you," I was trying to be like, "Girl, I'm with you. Like, I'm still there. I'm with you. Trust me." Because mm-hmm. she knew Angel was voting for her. So I was like, girl, we're not voting for you. Like, I promise. But Malolo kind of just thought it was too good to be true that, like, everyone wanted Angela out. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I respect game, or I respect Libby. Game respects game. And um, I have no hard feelings toward her. I was really proud of my comment, though. I thought that was pretty good because I blacked out. <laughs> I don't remember anything I said. I don't remember just cutting my course. I don't really remember any of that. So I was kind of proud of my comment. But, she knows I still love her, and then it's the whole thing. I think it was a very tough decision for her to make, whereas it wasn't necessarily her idea. But I give her more props for actually doing it than kind of the people who threw my name out there, because I know how tough it was for her. What do you mean you blacked out? Is it just uh, like from like nerves or anxiety, or like what? What do you attribute that to? Yeah, I don't know. Like with a name, obviously it was. One vote Libby, three votes Angela, and then being just a huge Survivor fan, I kind of know how they put the votes. And once I saw my name come up, I obviously was like, oh, crap, I'm in trouble. And that, then I often do see, like, sad faces when people are voting you out, and I had two of those. So then I was so pleased that people liked me, but I kind of <laughs> knew I was in trouble. And once the last vote was read, I don't remember anything. Like, I don't remember grabbing my torch. Mm. I don't remember walking to Jeff. I don't remember being stuffed. Like, I blacked out. (laughs) I don't remember anything (laughs) until I was walking away. Like, I remember telling Dom and Wendell, like, I love them and good luck. But I totally blacked out. Do, do you guys, do you think that, uh, be, you know, you, you were, you know, aligned with Dom and Wendell, it looked like, and you guys were kind of focused on getting Chris out of the game, and and that was kind of the reason why you guys targeted Angela, right, is that you thought it would weaken Chris? Was that a mistake in, in, in retrospect um, that you didn't look at the other four tribe mates, or, like, what was your thought pattern, I guess, with the whole Angela thing? Well, I'm glad I went out trying to, like, make a move and play the game and not just going route because I, I just don't want to draw rocks and that's probably what it would have come to so I didn't want to leave again my fate in the hands of the survivor gods with the rock draw I've already done that twice you know, mm-hmm. recently so um, Dom Wendell and I really didn't want Chris out Chris was obviously targeting Dom but we always wanted Angela from the get go 
hmm. on Navidi when it was Wendell, Dom, Bradley, Kellen, and I, we were always going to target Angela. So we wanted to get Angela out. We felt like she was weak. She was obviously Chris's right-hand man. But um, I got along with Chris for the most part. We weren't in an alliance, which is part of the reason that when we switched tribes, and the Lolo wanted me out because they felt like I was kind of the glue mm. that could pass things up or hold things together when Chris got back. Got it. Okay. Uh, what was it about Angela? You said that she was weak, like physically. Was her like socially? Was she just hard to, a hard person to get close to, or why was uh, Angela such a, a target of everybody? All of the above. Um, we didn't see a lot physically from her. She obviously set out the water challenge. She said she wasn't a strong swimmer. Um, in the rope challenge, it was all of us, so it was kind of hard to see. But it just felt like she wasn't super strong, and then she just. You never really got to know her. She never really opened up while I was there. I don't know what happened after, but she would just ask her things, and her answers are harsh, or you would want to talk about her family, and she always got divorced, so she didn't want to talk about that, or you'd ask her about the military, and she didn't want to talk about that. She just <laughs> didn't really want to talk about anything, and you're like, okay. So it was just really hard to form a connection with her when she was just like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> okay. um, so we just didn't feel a good vibe with her. Okay. What uh, ultimately you, you at the end of the episode we saw that you uh, you know willed the legacy advantage uh, the curse of the legacy advantage on to Dom. Um, what uh, what talk about your decision to do that? It was either between Dom or Wendell, and I was obviously super close with both of them. But I felt like I had a connection, more of a connection, a stronger connection with Dominic. We were the two that had a fire every night. We never slept on the bed. We would get up talking at night. We would talk games. We would look at the stars. You know, we just had a, a bond, a connection right away. I kind of felt like I was the Amber to his Boston Rob, okay. if you say so. So um, not that I didn't love Wendell. I just felt more of a connection to that one. Okay, cool. You know, and talking about Chris, too, you know, on the show, we see scenes of him kind of pushing people around or maybe kind of being a little bit, you know, assertive with people. But also we saw him at Ghost Island kind of, you know, showing a more emotional side of, of him. Did you see both of those sides of Chris or kind of what was your take on him uh, out on the island? No, I never saw the emotional side. Obviously, he only showed that at Ghost Island. And I can get how he rubs women, especially the wrong way. I kind of thought he was funny. I don't take offense mm-hmm. to that. But he is very cocky. I mean, one of the first things he said is, I love the camera, and the camera loves me. And those are just kind of his one-liners and how he is. And <laughs> I think it's funny, but other people don't. Right. So he has and does rub some people the wrong way. What would have been your ideal split, like uh, the, the, your original tribe? Who are the people that you were the closest to that you would have wanted to stay together had the, the tribe swap gone perfectly? Well, I was super close with Dom, Wendell, Bradley, and Kellen. So, obviously, I was really happy when I saw Dom and Wendell drew purple, but I was really sad to lose our puzzle people, mm-hmm. Kellen and Bradley, because they're just amazing at puzzles. And those were kind of the nerds that I talked about I wanted mm-hmm. to align with in the beginning. And Kellen was like, my girl, we're both Indiana girls. So, <laughs> it worked out pretty well. You know, you guys had wanted to get rid of Angela, but um, had – Somebody of on the new tribe that you merged with, you know, the four that, that were in the minority, had somebody emerged as like a huge threat to you. Uh, I'm I'm assuming you guys might have 
not gone for Angela when you did? Was it what 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 about the four new people on your tribe uh, made you feel like they weren't immediate threats? It honestly had nothing to do with those four people. It had to do with we did not trust Angela. Okay. We weren't sure anything coming out of her mouth was the truth, and we knew how she was in Chris's back pocket. So really, it wouldn't have mattered if it was the biggest physical threat or social threat. Like We just literally did not trust Angela at all. And that's <laughs> what it came down to. What are we you- wanted to flip on her before she flipped on us. Are you a big, are you a Survivor fan? Are you like uh, one of the super fans? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes, one of the super fans. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you think then when you got out there and found out the, the theme of the season with uh, it being Ghost Island and, and, and kind of the whole, you know, curse uh, situation uh, this, this season? Obviously, I thought it was super cool just having watched every episode. And as soon as I saw the secret advantage in my bag, I knew exactly what it was. <laughs> it was also really, really cool being like, second person to know about those island because Jacob and I were the only ones that knew. Mm-hmm. So when Jonathan got sent back, I was really mad because I wanted to send Jacob back. So it would have been like our little secret and right. Stephanie would have never known about it because he wouldn't have had time to talk to her. So obviously that didn't happen, but um, it was just a really cool theme. I think everyone loves it. The fans love it. I think the past players love it because they're kind of getting brought back into the game. Mm-hmm. And, We'll see what happens with this legacy advantage. <laughs> who's who's a player to watch? Like of your original tribe, the people that you played with. Who, who, um, you know, at the time when you're in the game, would you have been surprised to find out that they went out early? Like who who do you think were like game threats to to possibly go all the way? Um, I think Dominic, Wendell, and Helen. Okay, and why Probably so much Helen? Yeah. Um, well, so Bradley's really funny and he's hilarious, but she can rub people the wrong way. But Kellen, she's just like this girl with like a fun attitude. She's not like a super physical threat, but she's great at puzzles. And I don't know. She just makes you fall in love with her right off the bat. She can talk to anybody and she makes you feel like you are her best friend (laughs) in the entire world. And Wendell's kind of the same way. He's kind of low key. Um, he's low key, he, but he really gets to know you. He really digs into your soul and finds out who you are and kind of the type of person, the way you think. Whereas Dominic is just the player, like Tony or Boston Rob, that you're just like, he's so out there and he's so <laughs> crazy and he's making all these moves and like, why did you do that? That was so stupid, but I really want you to go far because that was so stupid and you're not afraid <laughs> to do it. Right. So that's why I really like Don. He's kind of like that Boston Rob, <laughs> Tony Kansas. And I always like to see those guys go far because they have a target on their back as soon as they step on the island. So if they can make it far, you know they're doing something good. With only having seen you for a couple episodes, you know we don't obviously get to really know much too much about you, and, and obviously would have liked to have seen more. What are some things about you that uh, you're that you're disappointed that uh, the audience really didn't get to kind of see more of? Um, that's a hard one. I feel like I feel like for the most part they got a good idea of who I am. I'm obviously was very happy, probably like always looking at the positive side of things, personality. I feel like people really got to see that. I also think they saw the as of physical threat and challenges. 
What they didn't see is how incredibly slow I was going on that water challenge. <laughs> and they probably looked good, but that was really hard for me to go that slow. Um, but overall, I feel like Survivor did a really good job of how they portrayed me. I mean, what you see is what you get, and I'm very loud and outgoing in life, and I have, you know, big man, like mannerisms, and I swear my arms, and I talk with my face. And so I, I'm really proud of how they edited me. I think they did a really good job. Well, again, it was sorry. Uh, I was sorry to see you go so early. I, I definitely uh, wouldn't have thought that you would have been the one going out this episode. Uh, and I'm sorry to see you Me go. Me either. I, <laughs> but, you know, best of luck to you moving forward, and hopefully we uh, get to see more of you. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Take care, Morgan. Thanks. You too. Well, there it is. Uh, that's my interview with Morgan, uh, and that will pretty much do it for this week. You know, again, next week on the podcast, uh, just one podcast next week, it looks like, on Thursday. That'll be the next edition we'll, where we'll recap uh, Episode 4 and also do our next exit interview with whoever is uh, the victim next week. So, uh, yeah, both idols in play, uh, Michael and Dom, were both sh- uh, shown in the preview for next week uh, telling others about their idol. It'll be interesting to see where how that plays in and uh, how this season kind of progresses as we uh, make our way towards the merge. I know we're not that close yet, I don't think. Probably a few more weeks, but hey, this season, you never know. So uh, again, my name is Tom Santilli. I'm a movie critic for Access.com, and I also cover Survivor for RealityT.com. And uh, you can follow me at Tom Santilli. Uh, follow this podcast. Share it if you can. Uh, and I appreciate you listening to it. You can subscribe to it. Uh, the podcast itself, the Film Survivor podcast that you are listening to now is on Podbean. It's also on iTunes. It's posted every week on realityt.com. So follow my stuff. My website's tomsantilly.com. Uh, join me next week on the podcast. Check out my film reviews this coming weekend. Uh, movies like A Wrinkle in Time starring Oprah uh, is one of my movies. Another movie called Submission with Stanley Tucci and Addison Tomlin. Uh, oh, what else? Gringo and uh, a movie by the name of Thoroughbreds. Those are the movies that are hitting theaters this weekend, and I got all those reviews up on my site, and they'll be on Twitter. That'll do it. Thanks, everybody. Uh, hope you're enjoying the season. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Give me your feedback. And uh, I one last note. This week I did not get to uh, guest comments. I, me- I mentioned that I'd start kind of on the podcast reading off some of the uh, – you know, uh, people who leave comments on the page, on the on the recap page. Didn't do that this week, but I plan on getting into doing that again starting up next week. So after the recap posts on Wednesday night, late Wednesday, early Thursday morning, post your comments uh, on realityt.com on my recap. And, uh, you know, there's a chance I might talk about them and mention you and also, you know, answer your questions and stuff like that on the podcast. So thanks again, everybody, and uh, we will... See you next week.